Welcome to In the Spotlight. This is a podcast brought to you by the Guild of HR Professionals in association with Lace Partners. To our spotlight series for the Guild of HR Professionals. Uh, this is series three. Uh, I'm joined again. I'm Aaron. I'm joined again by our master of the guild, Annette Andrews. Welcome, Annette. Hello, everybody. Um, this is a special episode for us, Annette. We're just doing a little teaser for what's to come uh, in the new series. I know. We have a special guest, don't we? We do. We do. So let's just better introduce you, Stephen. Stephen Sidebottom, welcome to, to this evening. Court member, director of the National Leadership Programme. Many other titles, I'm sure. Welcome along to our new podcast. Thank you very much indeed. How I'm was, how to was it. your new year? It was fantastic. Um, um, I mean, I think like everybody's in this extraordinary year, it was much quieter than I would have otherwise chosen. And I'm pretty excited for opportunities sometime in 2021, 2022 to go to a proper party again. <laughs> yes, as we all are. I oh, yes, I was going to say, we'll be there as well. Definitely, definitely. We're going to chat a little bit this evening around the, the leadership programme, National Leadership Programme, why it exists. And, and the reason we're doing that, I guess, Annette, is because we're, Series 3 is going to focus on the members uh, of, of that programme. Yeah, this is the cohort, the second cohort. and. You and I decided it would be great to spotlight the participants to see why they're in HR, why they're on the programme and what, what they hope to achieve in the future. So we thought we'd start with Stephen, didn't we? Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And, and I guess it's a it's a really good cross-section of people in the cohort. I'm going to ask Stephen to talk about it in a second. And it's because of that, I think spotlighting those people is going to be great. It's going to give a real cross-section of the type of HR professionals that want to engage with the Guild, but also their views across different industries and different sectors. So maybe, Stephen, just for that, for our listeners, a little bit about, about the National Leadership Programme, why, why it exists, what does it do? Sure. Well, I mean, I think it's a great idea, first of all, to spotlight these people who, as, as new members of the Guild and people, as you say, who are engaged in, in a very conscious journey to develop their expertise, but doing so in a slightly different way. Uh, I mean, the, the National Leadership Programme combines executive education with um, a unique offer from the Guild, which is fellowship, connection, mentorship by Guild members. So it's, it's really rooted in the experience of delivering outstanding HR, not just the academic frameworks for thinking about it, although we cover those as well. This is the second time the Guild has run a national leadership programme. The first one was uh, a couple of years ago. That had 16 uh, members of the, of the first cohort. And we have 16 members of this second cohort as well. We, we were due to start, start it at the beginning of 2020, and of course, with the lockdown and everything, um, we had to redesign the programme to take it online and we launched it in uh, September of 2020. There are a couple of, of, well, a couple of disadvantages and there are a couple of massive advantages. Uh, I mean, the obvious disadvantage is that we don't get to spend time face to face. Having said that, people are becoming much more adept at working virtually and it has allowed us to redesign the programme 
to reach out to a broader range of people. Uh, so they're not, it's not London-centric in, uh, nearly as much as the first one was. And that's also meant that we've been able to have a much greater representation of different sectors. The first cohort was perhaps a little heavy on financial services. This has, has people for financial services, but also people from a wide range of other activities and charities. Uh, and they bring just such an extraordinary, diverse set of experiences and perspectives together. The other piece that's happened out of that is that we've slightly changed the shape of it. So one of the things that's a feature of running masterclasses, which is a core element of the program, but running them online is that one has to do it in a much more structured way. And we've drawn quite a lot on on the work of Nancy Klein on on thinking together to design something that has a very conscious element of provoking thought and then listening to each other and supporting each other in thinking. Um, and, and that's, I guess, part of the journey is also to become very much more conscious, not only in what we're trying to achieve, but how we use the tools that are available to us uh, to do it. And then at its heart, this is a program which is based on taking ownership for your own self-development and going through a very conscious, deliberative learning process. So, I mean, I've had the huge privilege so far of having quite long conversations with all of the participants about where they are in their careers, what they're trying to uh, get out of this program, their own learning journeys. And I, I, I have to say, they're such an impressive, interesting group of people. I think um, uh, it's going to be a a wonderful experience for them all uh, and for us to work with them. And what a great work for them as well. A bit like you, Stephen, I've, I've, I've met them. I've been part of the initial launch session. As you say, a great group, but also so diverse in their backgrounds and experience and sectors. This gives them an immediate network for the future, doesn't it, as well? Well, there tends to be a common feature in the things that people are looking for out of a program like this. So they are interested in becoming more expert. They want to know more Mm -hmm. stuff. But quite a few of of the people on the program have really long, really deep careers. So Mm -hmm. it's not they're not experts now. It's that they want to develop new sorts of expertise. They want to test Mm -hmm. themselves against external frames of reference. If they've worked in smaller organizations, they want to insight into what uh, what, what good practice in larger organizations look. So it's a very conscious piece of either filling gaps or uh, making sure that they stay current and are challenged in the way uh, in the way they think. And I think uh, you're right. I mean, a, a group like this uh, will develop a very strong connection. But the context of the Guild is really important. What it also offers is fellowship with every every guild member. And uh, and we're using guild members to contribute to uh, all of the masterclasses. I mean, not exclusively guild members, but uh, uh, the majority of people's people will be guild members. Guild members are offering mentorship uh, of each of them. So they will build a much wider experience network of people, mm-hmm. not only people who will go through the same journey as them, but people that with all sorts of very deep other experiences and uh, many of very significant seniority. I mean, you, for example, are mentoring two of, two, two of the people yep. in the programme. Uh, yep, I'm adopting two of them as mentees. I'm, I'm meeting them this week for that first discussion. Really looking forward to that. Exactly. As I think about that, the, the, the programme, it's the thing that they do have in common 
is that desire to progress with their career, I guess, up to that sort of HR director environment, which is what we you know, set the program out to help people do. You're, you're, you know, and as you say, Stephen, that fellowship uh, allows them access to people like yourselves who have been HR directors, who have had that experience. You can share the real life kind of, uh, you know, what does it take to be one? So I, I think that must be a fascinating environment for them to get access to to that. And I think we'll hear some of that on the on the chats that we have with them. Yeah, I think yeah. complete. And and some people are very very are focused as as you might expect on that sort of career ladder and and the question of what it takes for the next uh, role. But but many of them are also very focused on what it takes to be exceptional in their current role and what it means to be an executive. What it means to work with the leadership team and how what what, what point of view they need to bring to it and how to think about that broader uh, uh, commercial. Uh, context for the work that they're doing in HR. Testing. They're just testing themselves against uh, uh, against best practice. And, and what a time to come on to a program like this. Uh, we're all managing through very difficult times as an HR profession. We've talked about this on, on previous podcasts and you know, we're all living it as well. Well, what a great time to be sort of learning from others and helping hopefully accelerating that knowledge through this period with COVID. And as, as we record this, we're in lockdown again, right? So, yeah. I mean, I think that's right. The virtue of a programme like this is that it's not about delivering a set content. We're not, we've not got a programme which says this is what we need to learn and we're going to test you on it at the end. Uh, I mean, it's very responsive to um, the environment, the needs of individuals. But what is so thrilling as a development journey is that all of us are gra- grappling with significant organisational and environmental challenges, which means that we need to rethink how we do our jobs and we, we rethink how we design and deliver our organisations. And to explore that with a group of people who have this kind of insight, to be able to tap into external um, knowledge and perspectives on it. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it could not be at a time. To, to, to create a, um, a, a, a learning asset like this for people. And so I guess the, the question, Stephen, next is, is what next? You know, that's that's the second cohort started. You know, I think we, we have a passion to want to continue to deliver this for, for members and non-members. Where does this go next? I mean, you're right. It's a, 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 I mean, what's very clear is that all of the Guild members who are involved in delivering it, and it's a significant number of Guild members uh, who support it, are very passionate. They see it as a real opportunity to give back to the profession. They're also deeply interested in the participants. Mm. I mean, we care about people who are, uh, you know, on their own journey through our profession, who are learning, who are, who are kind of thinking about what makes them how to develop their skills. So the reward for us is is, is having those conversations and, and helping them on that journey. It's also an important part of the Guild's overall offer and we are committed to continuing to build it. We uh, we will run another uh, national leadership program starting in September of, of 2021 and, and we're looking at what other ways exist to build on it and how we can reach even more people. Excellent, excellent. Uh, and I think you know, we're excited, aren't we, Annette, in terms of meeting yeah. the members now and getting uh, our series underway? Yes, really looking forward to it. You're lining them up, aren't you, very efficiently? We are. So we're looking forward to those. Certainly. And I think, you know, as you said, Stephen, a great collection of people with some great experience. I'm really excited to understand how they got into the profession, what their ambitions are and and, and what they foresee as some of the things that they'll inherit as future HR directors. Well, I think we're all excited to understand that, aren't we? I mean, the uh, <laughs> the uh, the role of HR is changing so much. Um, yeah. 
Um, and we've seen, obviously, the, the critical role of HR in, in managing the immediate response to um, the pandemic. And I think there is another critical role for HR in framing how organisations continue to change, how they engage with their people, how they build trust, how they listen to the, the massively divergent experiences that people have had over the last year. And I, I moved to a whole new level of engagement. I mean, that's the opportunity, knowing that we can, we can embrace massively different working patterns. We can uh, look at organisation designs very differently. And that um, the, all of the disruption that we see on the horizon for the next 10 years is now going to happen in the next two. So that is a significant roller coaster, and, I, and HR is a great place to be as part of that journey. Fantastic. Couldn't have said it better. And I think I would say very excited to start the Spotlight series. Thank you, Stephen, for your time this evening. Really appreciate it. And Annette, ready to get going, I guess. Yeah, look forward to it. And so people want to listen in, standard thing, HR Spotlight series, look us up on your normal um, channels, Spotify, uh, iTunes, et cetera, whatever is your fancy for podcasts of choice, uh, you'll find us there. Looking forward to reconnecting with our, uh, our listeners from last year and maybe some new ones from this year. 